When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Welcome back, movie trivia schmodown fans. It is the schmodown throwdown, and what an event we have for you tonight. I am Christian Harloff, joined as always by the orangest man in town, Mr. Robert Pumpkin himself. Pumpkin, excuse me, Mark Ellis. Hello, Mark. It is Rupert Pumpkin, sir. And if you wonder why I have a huge smile on my face or a giant collar, it's because, Christian, there's just something special about the first competitive juices of the fall flowing. Maybe it's the fact that the Clippers currently lead the Nuggets by 12 at halftime, or it's the fact that we have two all-time great potential matches on the docket for tonight, including a five-round battle for the championship of the movie Trivia Schmodown Galaxy. The singles title is on the line, but that's not all. There is. It's not all. We also have Janine the Machine making her return to the singles division against the undefeated Warfather. You have the suspects, of course, Janine the Machine representing the suspects. And strangely enough, the man who was drafted by the suspects and then traded by them now manages the Droogs. And that's Ken Napsok. He will be managing the Warfather in this undercard. But Mark, you mentioned it. 
the big, big story is the rematch from the big title match we had in February. It was the last live event that we were able to do before all the craziness in the world happened. Um, and it was still out of all the amazing matches that we've had so far this season, it's still the match everyone talks about, and that's Bateman versus Merle for the title when Merle took the belt. That's right. What an event that was. Bateman pushing Merle to his absolute maximum capacity. Looks like he could go either way. Looked like at some points during that match, Bateman had it, and then Merle had it. So many zigzags, twists, and turns, and I expect to see more in this matchup here. Once again, Five rounds, the belt is on the line. Nothing new to these gentlemen, except like you said, we're in this new Lawnmower Man virtual reality world, but I think they're still bringing their A-plus game. Yeah, uh, they definitely, they have to now, especially you look at what has gone down for them both. Not only in just the singles division, you look at the teams division. When it comes to teams, they're both coming off of a loss. And that's, you don't say that a lot about Dan Merle, but Dan Merle just lost the team's titles with John Roca in a, absolute crazy crazy match against corruption losing just by the five pointer at the end there um and then ben bateman coming off what he will say is one of the more embarrassing losses of his career in the team's uh division when he and mark riley got knocked out by shazam but then you look at the side of it when it comes to singles and they're both playing very well in singles dan merle of course just defended the championship Again, he's every reign that he's had, he's defended it at least once, and he did that uh, against um, Ethan Irwin in a sudden death match. Ben Bateman knocked out his former partner Andrew Guy in a devastating, devastating uh, a match that he, that now he is the number one contender yet again. Yeah, I think we're still all recovering from that matchup. But when you look at it in the greater context of competition and who's able to bring more to the table, it really is a question of if Dan Merle has enough emotional stamina to keep defending that bell. Because as you know better than anyone, Christian, once you get to the top of the mountain, that's when the real hard work starts. It's not getting there. It's defending it. It's being the king of the hill and taking on all comers. And Ben Bateman serves as one of the most formidable challenges that he's ever faced and he's got to do it again now both of them coming off losses Ben Bateman his back is now healed so maybe he's going to be like Tiger Woods and have a resurgence with a surgically repaired spine it's all about to go down but like we said that is not the only match that we have tonight Whew, what a scintillating way to kick tonight off yeah see as you guys know we are in the midst of the movie trivia showdown ultimate Schmodown tournament. Now, if you look at the brackets of where we're getting into the second round, this is where this is what it looks like. You have the second round of the tournament. It, it, it's the it's corruption. It's swag. Uh, it, it is the rock stars, the usual suspects and the droogs. Uh, Jada Paramo still alive, obviously, and Ethan Irwin still alive inside of that, this. But they're struggling right now. And this match is a it's this is worth two points is where the tournament is worth three. But this is a match that still counts and can help both of these factions. So you have Sam Levine, who's going to be uh, managing Janine here and Ken Napsok managing the Warfather. This is massive. This is massive for um, both of these factions to get a couple of points here. And I also think it's going to be it's big for both of the competitors because if the Warfather can pick up this victory after his look, Claudia Dolph had him dead to rights, had him beaten. He stayed in there. He figured it out. He won the match. He can get himself to two and zero, which would be big. Two and zero is a, is a nice start to your Shmodown career. 
Janine knows she's had a struggle when it comes to the singles division. She knows she needs to win this match. She, I, I would tell you that she probably would say it herself, that if if she doesn't pull the victory off here today, you probably see Janine in teams for the most part. But if she wins, if she's able to win this match, she puts herself back into the, the road to get back on top and get herself uh, you know, in, into the winning again that we know Janine can do. Yeah, both competitors have a bright future regardless in the schmodown. And really, we know that they know a lot about movies. It's a question of whose other town is going to come to the forefront tonight. Janine, her specialty is karaoke. Warfather, his specialty is yelling very loudly, even making my own voice look not like Vermont maple syrup, but maybe some Alabama swill water. But the managerial matchup is intriguing as well because we talk about throwing some jabs from time to time from your mouth. These two, Sam and Ken, they throw verbal uppercuts, and it's going to be fun to watch the carnage. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch the carnage. It's also going to be fun to see how we got to where we are right now. And even before we do that, I have a very fun announcement for you all, as you saw in the beginning. Uh, Abby Friel who you may or may not know, you should know. She was a uh, a fan like all of you. And what she has done throughout to get our notice in the first place was her her tweets were really good. And she's really Mark and I are uh, what's the word? I'm looking old. And 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 Abby is is tuned in to all this. And, and we were talking and we were thinking that we should start a Schmodown TikTok. And Abby was the person that we thought would be the best to run this. And she is. Abby Frill is running TikTok. And you can now follow the movie trivia Schmodown on TikTok. You go to TikTok and you go to at the Schmodown. Get on over there. Follow us because we are going to be putting on some great stuff. It's we're trying to find, um, uh, you know, we're going to put in short, short little snippets of the Schmodown to find a new audience to make sure that the the audience now has some fun little uh, moments, so please. Yeah, what's that? You're gonna text me that password so I can make my own little short tickety. Uh, t- you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll text Abby because she's in my top eight friends on MySpace. Oh well, there you go. All right, listen. This is all fun and dandy, but if you want to see how we got to where we are right now with Janine the Machine and the Warfather, well, here you go. Overrated trash record last place faction i literally have nothing to lose and when someone has nothing to lose well you know the rest Not only is she a great competitor, she's a great personality. She's great on camera. She's somebody that we want around at the Schmodown. And I'm telling the fans, tell the league, you want to see this woman in more matches like I want to see her in more matches because she deserves more matches. She studies, she prepares, she's ready, she goes through the strategy, she's motivated. Seems like Warfather just wants to you know, eat a turkey leg and have a good time. Are you ready for a good time, Schmobash? <laughs> Warfather, and it looks like the coolest action movie nickname of all time. Trollbash and I, we faced many a mythical beast, gods, both malevolent and benevolent, and Claudia Dolph. Claudia, you're a fine battle opponent, and I wish you the best. But now, we go on to the next one, and the next, and mighty Schmobash will be quenched with the blood of my enemies and all that stand before me. Huzzah! But we have never faced a machine before. Song's ready to take a little break from singles. Push pause, focus on other things. But then I got the call. 
Janine the Machine! Oh, that's right. You cannot keep a good woman down. Oh, we're not going to see her soon, but they are going to see her again soon. She got unlucky today, but she has the skill and the talent to be here. Yeah, okay, I get it. She knows she hasn't had the greatest season in singles, but that kind of thing defeats other players. Janine takes it as a personal challenge. I mean, who who is she even playing? What does he call himself? Warfather? Here's someone who loves the showdown. He loves bringing in his pointy horns and his hammer. He's not just aimlessly going around looking for a fight. No, the Warfather wants to win. He's stupid. But the Warfather is everything you Schmodown fans should be rooting for. You should never discount the Warfather or his strength in terms of his play or his physicality because of anybody that doesn't know this, that hammer he carries around is actually very, very real. Are you ready to have fun, Janine? Yeah. I am more than just some numbers on a scoreboard or a stat sheet. I'm a goddamn machine. We're going to have a fun war. We're going to have the best war. I will help build you back up. But before I do, I must crash and smash you down. (laughs) So come on, War Daddy. Let's have some fun. We'll see who's got the bigger hammer. I mean, there you go. Look, I I am excited to see both of them because they are both super entertaining. And I love when Janine gets that fire in her eyes. Haven't seen it in a bit from her. I saw it last time. I really saw that that type of fire was in New York when she took chance to the limit. She looks pissed. Yeah, what a matchup that was. That was that was the East Coast struggle. And this could be a West Coast classic because Warfather, I don't know if you or I are strong enough to lift that hammer, but I do know this about Janine. The shirt she was wearing in her promo vid, I echo that sentiment. Thanks, Manscaped, and thanks, SEN Live, for that promo code. You're welcome. But it is a matter of what's going to happen today between these two competitors who both want it, both need it, Factions certainly need it. And the two factions that are going head to head here are the Droogs and the manager of the Droogs, the pit boss, Ken Napsock, and the inglorious one, Sam Levine. All right, let's start with you, Ken. The Warfather. This is a guy that we know he's entertaining. And like you said, he wants to win. But what is it about the Warfather? Sometimes he's missed some questions that you go, I don't know, but then he comes back and he does it. So has his prep changed at all? He's been studying. And by the way, good evening to you, Mr. Harloff. Good evening, Mr. Saturday Night Fever. Happy to be with you here both. Yes, the Warfather's been studying. He wants this. He loves this. And that's what I keep saying. Chairman, I got to be honest with you. I saw the comments. I saw all the people posting about this. Why why has he got a match? Why has she got a match? I'm an advocate for her just as much as a Warfather. But let me tell you about the Warfather. He loves this. He loves getting in there, mixing it up, having a good fight. He could do this all day. And we're here to show the world what the Warfather is all about. Huzzah indeed, sir. 
Yeah, and you know, Sam, you, you look at first of all how Ken is dressed. He looks like he's too rabbit ears short of being the star of a furry convention. But you, you're all business as usual. You hit a lot of home runs in your career. One of them being the draft of Janine the Machine. But we saw in that promo vid that Nerd Chronic put together so beautifully, she's putting these plans on hold to focus on other things and she's ready for singles. What sort of conversations have you had with Janine about how to prep and, and get her mind back into that singles competition phase? You know, um, with Janine, I'm very lucky. Uh, she doesn't need much in, in terms of convincing. Uh, when she wants something, she goes after it like no one I've ever seen. And I just asked, hey, this opportunity may be coming our way. I know you said you didn't want to focus on singles. You wanted to focus on other stuff, but I am obligated to present it to you since you are in my faction. And I barely finished asking before something just clicked in her brain and she said, I'm in. I want to do this thing. And, uh, and that's all it took. She is, well, a machine. All right. So last question, I guess, for both of you guys here, too, because, you know, as I mentioned up top, you both have one competitor uh left in the uh in, in the tournament at the moment uh you've got you know ethan Irwin for the suspects and you got jader over there for uh the droogs so this match even though it's worth two and not the three how important is it to get a couple more because you both have teams coming up in the team's tournament both your teams were announced uh sam had chosen both andrew guy and ethan Irwin, and and ken chose jader paramo and brandon hannah so how important is this two points, Sam, for us to uh, start, you know, uh, on a road for the suspects to not come in uh, last place? You know, honestly, I uh, I stopped thinking about the points uh, because I don't think that's an effective way to manage, uh, especially from the position that we find ourselves in, uh, you know, not not having multiple players in all of the tournaments. So for me, I like to manage the player and the match that is right in front of them. and. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to put emphasis on this match for anything beyond it because that's not how I'm looking at it, and I know that that's not how Janine is looking at it. Uh, today, this match is just about her. It's about making sure that she feels good about what she does out there, and uh, I feel good about what she's going to do out there. And as far as what else happens in the team tournament down the road, uh, I will deal with that when appropriate. Ken? First of all, I apologize. You're hearing me get my friendster alerts. I'll fix that right away. Uh, look, here's the thing: the the teams, the teams conversation. That's something else. I, I should appear on that uh, show with the boat captain Gilmore or whatever. Talk about. I know everyone's not understanding my pick over there. It's a different conversation. But I'll tell you what: we know we need this win. The, the pressure's on the on Warfather. Make no mistake about it. But I actually like what Sam said. By the way, Sam's two episode run in 2000s Ed was one of my favorite bits of TV. Always loved that show. Tom Cavanaugh's on point. So were you, Dan. But let me tell you something. Uh, I, 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 I want this win today. I think there's this thought out there, Christian, uh, that be uh, that I don't want this. I don't care. My name's on this. When you offered me this, and I turned it down seven times, when I finally said, yes, my name's on this. I believe in Warfather. I believe in Jader. I, I believe in Hannah. We're working on that. Um, I, I'm here, and I'm here for tonight's match. Warfather to prove himself. All right. Well, thank you to both you guys. We are just about ready to go here. So we're going to put you both in the waiting room. Good luck to Sam and Ken as we're right around the corner for this match, Mark. 
Oh, yeah. It's about time. Christian's going to ask me a question. Do, do you want to go ahead and ask me now? Are you ready? Uh, Ken referencing Sam's acting work. I don't think Sam Levine has ever been better than when he played that kid in the window from Three Men and a Baby. I'm ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. Introducing first. Representing the Burning Drews with a record of one win, no defeats. He is the <laughs> yes! <laughs> the war father has arrived here ladies and gentlemen in all of his glory and uh war father listen this like you said intergeekdom didn't go your way but the singles division you had asked to play in that division you did it and it looked like maybe it wasn't the right choice but you stuck in there you won your match against Claudia Dolph, and you came back because you just you, you stuck with it. So going up against Janine the Machine, how do you prepare for the machine? Oh, I just uh, fight a toaster and get into a brawl with my, uh, my Mr. Coffee, all that type of stuff, working my way up to various other machines, and then eventually uh, a Gundam or three. And now I feel fully prepared to defeat Janine trivially because it is not the size of the hammer it's what you do with it <laughs> and certainly wielding quite a hammer it is you are facing someone who is human cyborg with that robotic arm but warfather i just have to ask you just about the nature of these virtual matches and the one you're competing in tonight you don't live in a fortress of solitude i have it in my records you actually live in a southern california apartment so how do your neighbors in the complex feel about all of the yelling and shouting do they understand the magnitude of this situation well, my roommate, Eric Barnes, keeps the Warfather hidden away. For some reason, he's ashamed of me. But I'm fine with my nice, comfy throne, with my good luck charm, my skeletus over there. It's hard to do things anyway. Wrong pointing. But you can see my skeletus named Gordon here to cheer me on. And the neighbors seem to just ask questions like, what's the deal with the horns? And... Why doesn't he take out the trash? And why does he yell so much? But that's my roommate's problem, not mine. <laughs> you make a valid point, sir. All right, so the Warfather, you are prepared for battle, my friend, as you always are. We're going to put you here in the waiting room as we await your opponent. Good luck, sir. <laughs> yes. Christian, now we have an alternate fight on our hands between Gordon the Scoloptopus and Elvis, whatever the hell is on Barbarian's shoulder. Who knows anymore? I mean, those two, eventually, maybe they'll do battle, and we can see what's going to happen with those two. All right. And his opponent. Representing the usual suspects. With a record of three wins, six defeats, and two knockouts. She is Shuddy the Machine! And me and the Machine. 
Hello. Janine, you seem fired up right now. You seem ready to go. You seem hungry. Am I am I reading that wrong? Because you seem pissed. No, I'm excited to be here. I mean, I was ready to take a break. I got the call and I could not say no. I'm hyped. Yeah, Janine, uh, the Ellis family is always in your debt for that incredible piece of art you did for Molly the Wonder Dog. Who's with their mom right now, everybody asking? Um, but you focus on this match in particular. What is it about the Warfather that you're going to have to overcome in order to get a win tonight? Is it a particular strength? Is it how loud he is? What do you got to do to beat the Warfather? Um. I think people expect me to take him lightly. I definitely didn't do that. I put in the same work I put in for anybody. Um, so it, nothing different than what I would do for any competitor is just work hard and study hard. Uh, and yeah, I'm ready to send him back to Valhalla. Well, there you go. So the, uh, one more question for Eugene before we get this match started here. The usual suspects, as you said in the promo, have had a little bit of a, a, a rough a rough go, but this could be the turning around. Um, it doesn't seem, again, without putting pressure on you, but because of this particular match, do you welcome the idea of it's going to start with me? I'm going to throw up the ball here, too, and, and let Ethan uh, you know, take the ride in singles and, and see what we can do. Uh, definitely. Uh, I think that's why I said yes to this match. You know, I had some concerns about singles and, you know, some stigma about my journey through this whole thing. But knowing that I could do something for my faction and get us to that next step, uh, I had to do it. So that was a big push for me to get back into this. Well, good luck to you, Janine. We're going to just remove you for a second. Bring back Warfather. There is Janine, the machine and the Warfather. Our competitors have entered the virtual battlefield. Mark? Rules, round number one. That's right. There are rules and logic even to something as dainty as the Schmodown. In round number one, the field of competition, which numbers two, unless Warfather's roommate wants to play as well, will hear eight total questions. These questions worth one point, no penalty for missing a question, and there is no stealing, at least not in round number one. Wink and a wink. I'll remind each competitor that you only have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer. As soon as we ask the question on whatever writing utensil and surface you prefer, once we ask you by name, please show what you wrote to your camera at the same time you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. Each competitor has three usages of the JTE. Hey, he's also an Asgardian rule throughout the duration of the three-round match. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds, Use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be utilized. You may initiate the challenge. We'll bring in your manager. They will ultimately confirm and ratify that said challenge is taking place. Christian, two of the best monikers in the entire Schmodown galaxy. You got a machine. You got a warfather. I expect it to break the all-time decibel record set by the Who at Wembley Stadium in 1970-something. Uh, that's what I was thinking. All right, so I will start and ask Janine, are you ready? Ready to exterminate. Warfather, are you ready? I'm from Killington, not Valhalla. <laughs> then let's get ready to Schmodown. Round number one, question number one, and we start in the realm of action adventure. Here we go. Who stars as a father who goes undercover for the DEA in order to free his son from prison in the 2013 film Snitch? Christian, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but you, you, I think you got to wait a little bit longer on the timing. Warfather has like seven ha's that he's going to let out. Oh, I'm so sorry. Five, four, three, two, 
One pens down, hands up, please. Pens down, hands up. And we start with uh, Janine. I got nothing. And Warfather. American icon Oliver Platt. Also incorrect. Looking for Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. All right, question two, Mark. Uh, I think it's the first time Oliver Platt's ever been an answer. Sorry to Mr. Platt for being an incorrect one. Your next question. In the world of the 90s, <clears throat> 1990s movies, and here it is for a point. Who stars as Julie Pierce, Mr. Miyagi's new pupil in 1994's The Next Karate Kid? And I don't know about you, Christian, but anytime a teacher referred to us as pupils instead of students, you knew she didn't like you. That's very true. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Warfather. The million dollar baby, Hillary Swank. Yes, and Machine. Hillary Swank. Tie game as we get to question number three here in the world of dramas. Jay Roach directed Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, and Margot Robbie in what 2019 biographical drama about scandals at Fox News? Yeah, Christian, it's always that first answer is always the toughest one to get. Once you get over that little hill, you can climb a mountain. This is true. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. Pens down, hands up. And we start with Jeanine. I couldn't pull it. Uh, Warfather. Couldn't pull it either. Uh, the women. That is incorrect. Looking for bombshell. Bombshell. Ah. bombshell. All right. Next oh, one. that's right. They're all blonde. Next question. Here's the next question, Mark. I always enjoy Warfather's incorrect attempts more. Your question. Is in the world of comic book movies. They make movies about them now. And here's your question for a point. What comic-based film follows a man named Eric Draven who rises from the grave to avenge the murder of both he and his fiancée? Ooh, sounds like a rough day at the office for that guy. It depends on how you look at it. Not a good day. Not, any way you look at it, Christian, not a good oh, day. Well, you know, oh, five, four, three. Two, one, pens down, please. And Warfather. The Crow. Yes. And Janine? The Crow. Tie game. Okay. So, yeah, just a reminder some people are asking no answers in the chat, please. No answers in the chat. And our next question our next question comes in fantasy sci fi. Question five fantasy sci fi. Vincent Price plays a scientist who tragically dies before he can finish his creation in what 1990 film from director Tim Burton? Uh, one of our great, of our many great behind the scenes, Ben Goddard reminding people in the chat to not give away the live answer. Ben Goddard also know the sounds a crow makes. He does. Five, four, three, two, one pens down. That's going to be moment of the year, by the way. And we get we start with Janine. Edward Scissorhands. Yes, and Warfather. Uh, I had uh, Howard uh, Hedge Clipper hands. It was wrong. Okay, uh, it was close. You're in the same ballpark. They're cousins. All right. Next. Uh, next question. Yeah, the, the not as beloved follow up. Your next category, and I expect big things when I say this, is in the category of comedies. <laughs> Well done, War Son. <laughs> Not my name, but okay. For a point, which Oscar-winning actress played Jules, the love interest of Jonah Hill's character 
in the film, super bad. Uh, true or false, Christian? I think, did you and I see this movie together? Was this our first theatrical experience together? No, but I believe that we did. Transformers? Five, no, uh, maybe four, three, two, one. Hands down, please, and Warfather. Emma Stone. Yeah, Janine. Emma Stone. Well, there you go. So far, we only we one point lead here by Janine, four three. As we get to our next question, our next question is number seven: horror slash thriller. Jessica Biel stars as the victim of a deranged family in what two thousand and three remake of a horror classic? Man, you're asking the tough ones. They're getting all of mine right. <laughs> I'm changing it midway through five. I'm kidding. Four, three, two, one. Pen down, hands up. Pen down, hands up. And we start with Janine. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Warfather. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. All right. Next question here is five, four, five, four. And the next question is also the last question in round number one from old softball war son baby carrots here it is for one point in the world of animated movies drawn by hand on a computer maybe stop motion who voiced princess fiona in the shrek franchise so right now we see ourselves five four with, mach with the machine with a one point lead going into round two potentially she can pull this out here and five four three Two, one, pens down, and Warfather. Cameron Diaz. Yes, sir. The machine? I was heartbroken when you retired this slice. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Is that true? Is that is that slice retired? Oh, we, yeah. we, we, we went there like nine <laughs> matches in a row. Let the girl have a break. True. All right. Well, we see ourselves now. It is 6-5. Janine, the machine, keeping that one-point lead as we get into round number two. Mark, how does round number two go? Round number two works as the Fitzgerald wheel round. The wheel of fate, doom, but ultimately always never failing to administer justice. Once each competitor settles on a category, they're going to hear four questions asked to them and only them about that particular genre. Each question is worth two points. No penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which we're pretty sure is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one point. So Christian, Janine the Machine enjoying a one-point lead over War Daddy, and so she's going to have a decision to make now. She's going to be talking with her manager about whether she'd like to spin first or defer to Warfather. Janine, 60 seconds to consult with your manager about that decision starts now. Uh, first off, my dear, I want to thank you. Uh, I just won $50,000 because I said there ain't no way you wouldn't have the lead after <laughs> round one. Well done. Thank Knocked you. it out of the park. That was an awesome round one. You crushed it. Um, so I know we've talked about this, and we said we we're going to decide right then and there. What does your gut say? I think I will defer and go second. Okay. I trust your gut. All right, so they're going to defer to the Warfather. Thank you so much. Going to remove Sam and Janine. Going to bring back Warfather and Ken. Ken, you got 60 seconds to talk to the Warfather starting now. 
first of all, Warfather, your roommate texted me during that first round and would like to talk to you about maybe stop playing with your hammer in the shower. But beyond, beyond that, here's what we got. This is where I love my competitors to be. Go first. Put the pressure on. You know the categories. How are you feeling, Warfather? Well, I feel that uh, my shower time is my private time, and he should mind his own business. But I agree. I think that we could put the pressure on Janine. And I just lost my one point based off a movie with the uh, scissors for hands. That's not hammers. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you're doing good. You're doing good. Ah. Sam clearly has a gambling problem. We'll deal with that after the show. Let's go. Yeah, let's bring that. Uh, let's bring that up. All right. Here's this first spin here. And here it is. Round and round. Christian, I see Adam Sandler on there. Well, we're going to find out exactly what the Warfather is. We, don't, we still don't know all the Warfather strengths or weaknesses. Action adventure. All right, 60 seconds to decide if you want to keep this starting now. Look, I always say if you feel you know it, go for it. That wheel, it is a fickle mistress. We know this. You don't want to get something you're not comfortable with. I do know your strengths. you got to tell me if you're confident enough with this. Worst case scenario is that I get this thing again. I, I, I enjoy action. An adventure, okay. but I pursue it. I don't view it as often as I should, probably. Same. Let's spin again. Spin it again, then. All right, here it is. Now, whatever the Warfather gets here, he's got to take. We'll bring back Janine. And we're going to find out in just a moment what the Warfather has chosen. He has chosen oh, it. Working, Christian. The, fates. the fates. No. Oh. All right, so we're going to remove the Warfather. Gonna bring back Janine, and you got sixty seconds to decide. Starting now. Oh boy! All right. What are we? Uh, we've taken a good look at this wheel. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. And uh, what are we thinking? Um, I think I'm gonna give him Spike Lee. I think that is the absolute right move. Okay. Well done. Let's do it, Spike Lee. All right, Spike Lee. It is. All right. Let's get a. Uh, Hold on a second. I'll just hang out. Thank you. Hey, it's me, and I get to thank everybody for watching my Viper Room stand-up show last Saturday. What a plug, even if after the fact. The merch is still available. Though. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, now we are. thank you, Sam. We're going to drop you out here for a moment, and we're going to bring back uh, the Warfather. Excuse me. And here we go. All right. So, the Warfather, the Warfather is going to get four questions. In the realm of Spike Lee. All right. Here we go. All right, Warfather. Your first question in the realm of Spike Lee. Spike Lee won a Best Adapted Screenplay Oscar for what 2018 film? Old Boy. That's incorrect. Janine, the question on the table is Spike Lee won a Best Adapted Screenplay Oscar for what 2018 film? Black Klansman. Correct. For two points. Janine takes a big steal there. All right. Here's the second question. Or father in the 25th hour, which actor plays Jacob Alinsky, an introverted high school teacher? Uh, multiple choice. All right. Is it A, Edward Norton, B, Barry Pepper, C, Brian Cox, D, Philip Seymour Hoffman. C, as in Karen. <laughs> oh, well, that's a K word. 
Uh, well, also, uh, it's, both of those are incorrect. Uh, yeah. And we, Janine, in the 25th hour, which actor plays... You didn't Jay- say in the 25th hour. Yes, I did. In the 25th hour, which actor plays Jacob Alinsky, an introverted high school teacher? Is it A, Edward Norton, B, Barry Pepper, C, Brian Cox, D, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's correct for uh, one more point on the steal there. All right. All right, Warfather. Who stars as Detective Keith Fraser in Inside Man? Denzel Washington. For two points. So he's able to get the points there as we see ourselves 9-7. All right, Warfather, your last question. In the realm of Spike Lee. Here it is. Spike Lee directed what 2013 thriller starring Josh Brolin? Uh, Old boy. (laughs) That is correct. All right. So two more points there for uh, the Warfather. He ties it up. Nine, nine. All right. We're going to drop out uh, the Warfather. We're going to bring back Mm -hmm. Sam and 60 seconds starting now. Uh, Boy, that went well. Well done, my dear. It is all you from here on out. That was great. Um, it's uh, it's nice when you give a wrong answer first, and then it turns into a right answer later in the contest. So maybe we'll get that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but uh, but you did great. That was there were two huge steals in there, and uh, I feel real good about where we are. All right. So the wheel's going to come up for Janine, and here is the uh, spin. One more chance for the fan, man. I also see a, a decade on there, Christian. A, a lot of diversity here on this wheel in the realm of categories. All right. Well, here is Audrey Hepburn. 60 seconds to decide on Audrey Hepburn. How are you feeling? I'm feeling okay about it. Yeah? Um, yeah. I think I'll right. stick with it. I'll give I, it a try. I fully back you on this decision. All right. So there it is. All right, Sam, I'm going to drop you out here, and we're going to bring back the Warfather. And Janine is going to get four questions, Mark, in the realm of Audrey Hepburn. That's right. Linda Hartman in the chat chanting, Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep. Well, we hope this is close enough. The world of Audrey Hepburn. Janine, four questions, each one worth two points. Let's see you go to multiple choice. Here's your first of four. What actor stars alongside Audrey Hepburn? In the 1957 romantic musical, Funny Face. Fred Astaire. Janine the Machine has a two-point lead, 11 to 9. All right. Next next question. question. Again, in the world of Miss Hepburn, Miss Audrey Hepburn, which James Bond actor plays Robin Hood opposite Audrey Hepburn's Maid Marion in 1976's Robin and Marion? Sean Connery. That is correct. For two more points, Janine with a four-point lead, and we move on to her penultimate question in round number two, and that is, Audrey Hepburn is given the religious name of Sister Luke in this 1959 Fred Zinnemann film. The Nun Story. That is two more points, and Janine looking for a clean sweep and an eight-point lead going into round number three. In order to accomplish that, she'll need to answer this question in the world of Audrey Hepburn to close out round two. Janine, who directed Audrey Hepburn 
in the films Sabrina and Love in the Afternoon? Billy Wilder. Christian, Janine the Machine swept round two Audrey Hepburn movies, and she is an eight-point lead, 17-9 over Warfather as we head into possibly the final round of the match. All right, well, here it is. Here is the – well, it's not possibly. It is, it is the final round. This is the third round, Mark, and we're going to give the rules starting now. Well, one of those rules is that it, we could have sudden death overtime, but yeah. we'll see about that. In the meantime, we do need help from each of our competitors in selecting the questions we ask. How do you do that? You just give us a series of numbers. We need three numbers from each competitor. These numbers may range from one all the way up to 20, if I can count that high. You may not use the same numbers as your opponent. Now, why is that? Because each one corresponds to a unique category of movie, trivia, schmodown, mysterious goodness. First question is worth two points. Your next one's worth three points. Your final one, should we make it that far, is worth five big points. There is no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number three. Um, Christian, because Janine, like we said, enjoys a nice chunk of a lead going into round number three, she has the right to give us her three lucky numbers first. So, Machine, from one to 20, what three numbers feel fortunate? Three, six, and nine. Three, six, and nine for Janine and for Warfather. Five, 15, and 10. Five, 15, and 10 for the Warfather. All right, Ken, you got, excuse me, Sam, you got 60 seconds to talk to Janine starting now. Hey, Janine, do you remember uh, the first season of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire when that guy John Carpenter was going to be the first guy to win the million dollars and he didn't use any of his lifelines? And then when he got that million-dollar question and he totally knew that he knew it, he's like, I want to call my dad. And he's like, ah, dad, I don't need your help. I just wanted to say I'm about to win the million dollars. That's how I feel about this little chat right now. You got this, lady. That second round, mwah, that's the machine that I know and love. And everybody should be afraid of. Way to go. Thank you. Ken, 60 seconds, starting now. First of all, I, I, now I understand why in every TV show, uh, Sam's character is usually picked on by the cool people in school. Wow, that's, uh, you know, you're counting eggs before they hatch there, Sammy boy. Uh, look, Warfather, you've been here before on the brink of defeat, right? You know you oh. have the power within you. You got this, all right? This match is tough. It's distracting. Ellis is dressed like a car salesman owner in 1977. I can't turn away from that. But you concentrate on what's in front of you. Three questions. That's it. All right. Wait, I, are you on my team? You were. You traded him. All right. We're going to remove. Weren't both. you on to No harm. All right. We're going <laughs> to. That, that should be a point. A, a, a pull like that should be worth a point. He's just so good. You really are. All right. Uh, let's uh, let us now get to this. The Warfather is going to try to avoid the TKO here as he now has his two pointer. Now, your two pointer is category five. And that would be in, sorry, the category of Westerns. Westerns. All right. All right. Here you go. For the category of Westerns, your two-pointer. Who plays a farmer named Dan Evans in 2007's 310 to Yuma? Christian Bale. For two points. All right. The Warfather now has to hit his three-pointer. And your three-pointer, my friend, was... Category 15, and that 
was directors. Directors, category three. All right, here you go. For three points. Who directed 2011's The Descendants? George Clooney. It's incorrect. Looking for Alexander Payne. And your winner by way of technical knockout, Janine. Christian forgot the score. I did. And I was like, wait a minute, it's over. It's over. So I looked down, I saw the score, and I said, wait a minute. It's over. There's no place to go. There you go. Uh, I was told there'd be no math. Ladies and gentlemen, you gotta be feeling good here. Uh, what are the emotions like right now? I'm feeling so good. Like, it's been forever since I've had a win, it feels like. Uh, I was not taking Warfather lightly. It was great to play him. He is so fun and awesome. But this is really good. And thank you, Sam. And thank you to fans who wanted to come help me study and my friends who and my faction mates who helped me study. I love you all. Thank you so much. <laughs> Sam, I mean, I saw you in the chat, my man. You were going nuts. How are you feeling? <laughs> I, I feel so, so, so proud of this girl right now. She is she is one of the most amazing people I, I have ever met. She works so hard. She really genuinely does. She cares so much. She works so hard. And it makes me so happy uh, to see that that hard work pay off, to see her amazing movie trivia mind have a game that I know it was waiting for, that she deserves, that everyone gets to see the machine that I know that I drafted back in top form. I'm so proud of her. Yeah, uh, Janine, uh, we just introduced that the Schmodown now has a TikTok, and I know you're a big fan of that. And so after this incredible match that you won by a technical knockout, let's say somebody from the Schmodown reaches out and says, hey, Janine, we want you to do some karaoke on TikTok celebrating your big win. What song is the machine going to belt out for all the world to see? <laughs> oh, so many choices. Um, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> The usual suspect. Bad tune to play, Christian. And you look at, you see the smile on Janine's face. You see how elated Sam Levine, her manager, is right now. I think that sometimes it's nice to feel validated, whether you're Janine the Machine and you go up against the formidable opponent with Warfather, or you're Sam Levine and you draft somebody like Janine the Machine. You know that she's got wins and she's ready to show them to the world. And that's what we just saw here today. Yes, and congratulations to both uh, San Levine and Janine picking up a big two points for the usual suspects. 17-11, TKO, Janine the Machine back on top here as she finds herself victorious with not only another win, another TKO. I believe that is her third. So there you go. Thank you. Congratulations, Janine. Big math win here, too. Good to, good to have you back. And same with Sam Levine. And we'll see you uh, very soon. Tournament right around the corner there. All right. Let's uh, put now the Warfather. Oh, not you. And Ken Napsok. All right. So, Ken, this was a match, like you said. There's, you just there could be no errors in that last round. Unfortunately, it didn't go your way. How are you feeling right now? I uh, we're bummed. 
we're bombed. I want the world to really appreciate Warfather's competitor, not just uh, someone who uh, entertains them. He, he can be both. Uh, but the Schmodown wins when uh, Janine is around. I've always believed that, and you know that. Uh, so we're happy for her. A win over, over her would have meant the world because she's that good of a player, and that's what we were striving for here today. We didn't get it. I believe in the Warfather. I'm looking forward to the team's tournament. Uh, Jader has, has got a future ahead of him right now that we're really invested in as a team uh it, it's a bummer it's a bummer you know but what are you gonna do ellis i got our booth saved at uh, studio 54 wrap up here and head on over uh, yeah. i have a feeling the warfather can get in there just by taking his shirt off now warfather before you do any sort of stripping i do want to ask you and i guess uh gordon as well like it was a tough match today you got a tough break with the opponent's choice spin in round number two, but as intense as you are, you also seem to have a bright outlook when it comes to even taking a tough loss. So where does Warfather go from here? You have an audience around the world watching you right now. Warfather's next move is what? Warfather's next move is to just move on to the next fight. I can't believe that people are saying, oh, oh he's easy and all that type of stuff. I have yet to, wheel, to get a wheel slice that is within my strengths. I've yet to, I am currently one in one in the singles league. I can prove that I can win and that I can lose. But the fact of the matter is this, is that I'm just in the fight and I just enjoy the fight. And losing to Janine, that's nothing to be ashamed of in the first place. Janine's been around for two years. She's a veteran. She's faced so many people. And the fact of the matter is, is that she has a high intellect in movie trivia. So coming up short against Janine, the machine that she is, is nothing to be ashamed of. I just pick up my hammer, take Gordon along, and then we just study the books and knock a few heads around. Same, <laughs> same fight, different day. All eras. <laughs> well, Warfather, thank you very much. Ken Napsock, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Hell of a battle there. A lot of fun. And we're going to put you guys here. And I, I stand corrected. Obviously, I said that it was two points. It was two points for a regular win. This was a TKO. It was worth three points. So the usual suspects picking up three points here with this massive win by Janine. Now, I don't know if we have the updated standings at the moment here, but it is three big points for uh, Janine the Machine and the usual suspects over the Droogs and the Warfather. Um, before we move on here, too, because we do have some big, uh, some uh, a massive main event coming our way. A lot of great things coming up down the pike here. Uh, we have, I just today launched my show one-on-one -on -one with me, Christian Harloff. My first guest was Sholo Manaduena from uh, Cobra Kai, who plays Miguel. That's up. On the channel now, it is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and everywhere else you go. Pretty excited for that. Next week, we debut Dan Merle's brand new show, All My Movies with Dangerous Dan Merle. That begins on Wednesday next week, and his first episode of The Dark Knight is going to drop. He's got a lot of great guests coming out for that show. Uh, the following week, Brad Gilmore and Jen Sturger will debut their show coming up next. 
which will be very, very exciting. This is a cold pizza type show and uh, a sports nation type show. It's going to be uh, just listening to what both Jen and Brad have come up with so far. It's, ne- it's going to be like unlike any show you've seen for the Schmodown. I'm very excited to see what these two are going to bring to the table. And the following week, we're going to have the debut of the Inner Geekdom show with Winston A. Marshall. That's going to begin uh, the end of the month. And that is going to be Winston with a guest. And his first guest is going to be the Inner Geekdom champ, Chandru. And they are going to be covering a topic. It's going to be a lot of fun. This show is becoming, it's getting more and more exciting as we start to um, hear more and more about it. So you guys are going to love this show. So that's, that's a lot of the shows that we have going on at the moment. I'm pretty excited for it. It's awesome. First of all, Winston, congrats on hitting the gym, my man. And I'm not sure, Christian, but it looks like Brad Gilmore might have had some highlights touched up for that promo pick. And I know the question a lot of folks are asking, when is Christian going to have Mark Ellis on one-on-one? Well, here's the cliff notes so you don't need to watch the whole one. Blonde hair, Alaska, Toad Hop Network, and now here we are all these many years later. What a competition that it has been so far. Sorry, Juan, you didn't make the cut just like me. Maybe we could do a show together where neither one of us show up on time. It's accurate. Um, I do have you on my list for one-on-one. I was going to reach out to you this week. Sure, uh, well, yeah, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the uh, for the, for the TikTok login first, and then I'll get your text. <laughs> but, but, you know, Christian, as we recap this match, uh, incredible first of two opening salvo here tonight janine the machine getting the tko over a very game warfather and whether that's your competition of choice i'm sure Corey ross right now is paying attention to the nationals beating the Braves six to three in the top of the eighth inning but we also have something coming up that i think the fans are going to be able to sink their teeth into because hell it's five rounds of the juiciest movie trivia competition possibly ever that's right ladies and gentlemen we are going to take a quick break in just a moment but when we get back the movie trivia schmodown championship of the world on the line. The reigning four-time movie trivia schmodown champion, dangerous Dan Merle, puts his title on the line against his faction mate and the man who took the title from the boss, Ben Bateman. It goes down in just a few moments. Go get some stuff. I'm going to eat these burgers, and you guys will see in just a minute. I'll get a burger. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's Nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's K-N-I-X dot com. 